Praise the Lord. This is Brad Julius Adiomi again. And I'm going through this book called Rapturing Faith Series. And in the last broadcast, I talked about being led by the Spirit. I didn't even scratch a top of that when you come to what is in this book. I didn't touch, I didn't scratch a top of it, one third of it. So that's why you need to get this book and get the Bible verses that will help you to build up your faith. And this time, I'm not going to continue with that story. I'm going to talk about something else which is uh, also very important, which is the mind of Christ. I see that in this book as chapter, chapter 5, guiding our mind. Like I said, Lord, help us to get some insight in this. In chapter 5, we talk about guiding our mind because we, the mind is a faculty of our soul. Somewhere at the back of your neck is where the thoughts come through. Remember, we are spirits that have souls that are in, in, inhabiting this our body that God gave to us. So our body is like our house. Now, the, the body that God has given to us has brain, where we store many things. So everything you study in college or in school, you are learning their knowledge and you are storing them up in your brain. So this are information also. Now, when the information is to be processed, it comes from the brain to your mind, where you're going to process it. Think of if you are in the computer world, because I'm a computer engineer, we have in the computer world what you call CPU, Central Processing Unit, and inside those CPU will be so many, so many components. It's what we call a register, that is more like a, a place where you do mathematics. You want to add this number to this number, you put this one in register A, put this one in register B, you go call this to add every bit together. So that's called an arithmetic unit. Where those things are. That's where you are processing this thing. But when is this number A and number B you want to add? They are all in your place called memory. So you bring it from the memory into this place, you bring it from memory into that place. That is what our brain is, a memory. And that mind is also part of the brain. I'm putting it to the back of my mind because that's where you always, if you, if you have enough inside, you know that idea come to your mind from the almost like back of your head like this where the processing is and when the idea come from you that you want to do something for example ideas come from you are also intelligent people because i am the one that uh, that did this garden over here so if i need to pull this in it's telling my brain my brain is telling me what to do so that's information why because i have done it before that's experience it's stored over here in the brain so i bring it back to my mind to implement it that is my information. Then our spirit is living inside us here. Our spirit can also talk to you from the inside. When it comes to talk to you from the inside, it comes to your mind also to process it. That's why when we speak in tongues, it's not coming from our brain where we learn English and this, that is English is taught in our brain. It's coming from our spirit when we are speaking in another language that we never knew that God gave to us. It's coming from our spirit, flows to our mouth. Our mouth is speaking. That's why we don't understand what we are saying because it's not coming from the brain that's coming from the inside so we can get information from the inside 
to the to the mind, or from the one you stored into the mind, which is our experience on life, to the mind. Then the third source is from the outside. Somebody says something to you, it comes to your mind also to process what you say, whether you're going to accept it. The same way spirits that are in the outside world, outside you, demons, demon spirits, they can also speak to your mind, and that's where woman makes a problem. Because you don't you can't tell whether it is a spirit that is telling you is a good spirit or not spirit because you just hear some idea come to you. So Satan and all the satanic spirit they attack men through ideas, thoughts, ideas and suggestions. And those came to the mind also. And if you accept their suggestion, it's any doctrine. Think of all this uh, doctrine that is in the world right now. Uh, take example, all these people that said they are they are in this direction of uh, well, take homosexuals. And they think they are this, they are like this, they were created like that. That's a doctrine. And if they believe that lie of the devil, it becomes it comes from their mind to their heart, it becomes their idea. The same thing with all people that say women liberation. You can see when they are fighting for a good cause, but when you look at what is causing fighting in the household and so on, you know that somehow it comes from the other world, comes to their mind, and once you accept that as your doctrine, it becomes your it becomes it goes to your heart. But it comes from the outside force to the mind. So those are all so many ideologies like that. The same thing, everything that the devil is throwing to the mankind. When the when the devil attack Eve in the garden, from just little discussion, the Bible said Eve started thinking about it. By considering what the devil said is what make Eve go when to do it. Also, and that is why you must shut down every thoughts and ideas that come to your mind from the enemy. And that is what this topic is all about when it comes to the mind that we must have, the mind of Christ that we must have. And I went through a lot of uh, examples and the uh, Bible verses in this book, God Actually Faith, to see why it is connected to rapture. Our mind is the final place that when we want to travel in the intergalactic transportation God is building us for, we, be, we believe as we sins. when it comes to that time, you know what will happen? If you want to go from Earth right now to Jupiter, you just think about it. it. It is you, your mind, you, you prepare, you are going to be preparing ourselves through our mind because God is enveloping us and whatever comes to our mind, He sees it and He will propel us there. And that is really why the mind becomes very important also for that transportation system. But you see, that is where the final battle also will be between us and Satan. Not between God, between we and Satan. Satan is trying to hinder us. Satan is trying to hinder the saints, the believers, from getting to the level God wants us to get to. That is why the Bible says we are to be renewed. Renew our mind by the word of God so that we recognize when to take captive every thought to the, until we are practicing it. And we, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. So now when you begin to, that's why I say get this book and you see some of these Bible verses. Because when you, when you make it clearer to you that we have a lot to learn from the scriptures, and to and these things that look like basic principles are also what we are going to use. And God is trying to get us to the state of mind where we don't think we are used to doing it this way. It's not what we are used to. He has to condition us. Condition is what I call it in this book. Okay, in Second Corinthians chapter three, Apostle Paul was talking about taking captive every thought. To the obedience of Christ. 
He said, but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every item that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, that is what I'm trying to point to here. That's what I'm pointing to with Jacob chapter 10. Verse 3 said, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now we have to bring every thought. That means I said the thoughts come to the mind from the outside world, from the demons, to do evil, to do something that is disobedience, that is that they did for Eve. Disobedience. And they twisted the word and said, Well, it doesn't really mean that. Or God did not really mean that. God do you you won't you won't surely die. All of those are lies of the devil. And if you buy them, it becomes your idea. And if you implement it, you sin. Also. And when you see, that is what the Bible is teaching us, that we are to come to the state of mind where we are obedient to God and casting down imagination on every eye thing, every thought that comes from the outside world that is contrary to the word of God, contrary to Christ. Taking captive every thought to the obedience of Christ, meaning to the obedience of the word of God, because Christ is the word. So that is our challenge. And we are to grow into that obedience from glory unto glory by studying the word of God and being renewed our mind being renewed by the word of God. That's what the scripture is saying. We have to renew our mind by the word of God. Daily feeding on it. Daily feeding on the word. And meditating on what you learn. And that is how you are renewing your mind. It's almost like washing. It's like be washing of washing by water. Or washing of water by the word of God. What the word of God becomes like water to wash our mind as we meditate on it. The demons' voices will not stick. That is very essential so that we know so what is all this about about the mind. Now you have to remember that the mind that we are talking about, not only for the intergalactic travel in the end, that is in the eternity, but even right now, the Lord can anoint our mind to be able to just use our mind to cast the devils out without saying words, and you just resist the devil in your mind. And they can hear it because when we when our spirit speaks, it comes like a thought. When these demons speak, it comes like a thought. So you can also respond to them in your thought. You can respond to them in your thought. Yeah, because when they are speaking from the spirit world, it comes to your mind as a thought, idea. But you can respond to that also by, without even opening your mouth, you can respond to that thought by your, in your thought from the word of God. When you say that, they will recognize that you are speaking back to them and they will withdraw. The same way, we can actually cast devils out with our thoughts. The Lord has made me to see a clear of that where somebody was snitching and snitching and snitching across the room. Almost couldn't stop. And in my mind, the Holy Ghost just make me to just say it, man, without opening and say, Leave that man alone in Jesus' name, you devil. And the snitching stopped. That was said in my mind rather than in with my mouth in the, in the other room where I'm at. So what I'm saying then is we can, res we can rebuke the devil even with our mind. That is how even you wicked people do the same thing when they when they conjure demons. They they conjure demons even with their own mind. But when we are in Christ, we don't cast devils into people, we cast devils out of people. Because we are full of love and defiant. And that's why God wants us to walk in love. Jesus specifically said we have to love even our enemies. For him to put this power in our mind so that we can 
cast forth the force of God to do great things for him in his name, in our mind, without him opening our mouth, we better have walk, walk in love so that it will so so, so that's one thing you see in this Bible verse, in this book, that we are explaining that so that we can know that these things are ordained for us to use. Because the final part of this is to use it for traveling when we get to eternity. You want to travel to this place in your mind, you wish it and if you go. When you take an example of why God says the thoughts of our heart is very important because he searches the hearts and the reins. Whatever you are thinking about, God has seen it. Without even opening your mouth. Take example of the story of Nebuchadnezzar. The Bible said in the book of Daniel, it was Nebuchadnezzar was just thinking in, on his bed. What will be after me? Hmm. God has seen it and God showed to him the vision where he saw the, the image of Nebuchadnezzar that was uh, that turned that was uh, that uh, Daniel finally described that meaning of that vision to him. He didn't remember the vision, but Daniel came and told him because God showed it to Daniel also when they prayed. Daniel told him that God was looking at your heart and God saw what was coming into your mind or your bed. So that's why God searches the heart and the rings. And whatever thoughts come to you, God has seen it. And what you, your reaction to it, God has seen your reaction to it also. And if you are going to be judged for your reaction, very important not to entertain evil thoughts and evil ideas from the enemy. And so that was how the vision, why the vision was revealed to Nebuchadnezzar. And another example is to make sure that our mind must be pure. And if any evil thoughts come to our mind, we better shut it down. Like Apostle Paul said, taking captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. Take, for example, what the Bible says about Lucifer. Isaiah chapter 14. You will see that the devil fell just by the idea that came to him and he, and he loved the idea. Isaiah chapter 14 said, Thou hast said in thy heart. See? We always say it was the devil that put evil ideas upon men, human beings. But who put the evil idea upon Satan? Either he generated from his intelligence or he was being tested. See, remember, everybody must be tested. Whether you love God. Maybe he was tested by putting the idea in, in his spirit. And he likes it. Then he has, even though he has not started implementing it yet, just because you accepted that thought, it is yours. That's what I'm trying to point out. That's why we must guard our heart. That's why the Bible says, whatever comes to your mind, say, guard your heart with all diligence. Out of the heart are the issues of life. So when it comes to your mind from an outside source, don't let it go into your heart and become your idea. If you accepted the thought, then it becomes your idea. Take, for example, a story of a testimony of a, a woman that was a wife of a pastor. And a very beautiful lady in the ministry with her husband for many years. And then the demons came against the woman. And this fight, according to the testimony I read I heard from another ministry, they said the demon landed upon this upon the woman's shoulder and whispered, You are a very beautiful lady. You should be in the, if you are in the world, you should be making millions of dollars. You are just wasting away in this uh, church thing. And the woman recognized that is the demon and said, Get thee behind me, Satan. And the demon fled. But some months later, the demon came back and did the same thing again. And the woman, the big devil, the demon fled. The third time, the devil came again and did it again. You are a beautiful lady. You should be making millions if you have been singing in the, in the, in the world. But here, you are just wasting away in churches. Nobody knows you. And those type of things is what the devil used to bring ideas, suggestions. And the, sometimes people yield to those bad ideas because of their current situation. 
maybe maybe that day they have just uh, she has just quarrelled. That's just my idea. If people just quarrel with their spouse, now they listen to the devil and say, "Go, do uh, go commit adultery." Teach, teach that man a lesson, and so on and so forth. And if you yield to that, you just fall. So that is why we are saying you have to take captive every thought. Whether the devil comes ten times, you have to stay captive, captive every thought ten times. If it comes eleven times, take captive eleven times. Bible said that. Give a portion to seven, not only to seven, to seven, to eight. Don't, don't, don't let him have a way. But in the end, that story of the woman was that she started listening to that idea. Yeah, I'm so beautiful indeed. And in the end, she finally, very soon, she separated from her husband, that was a pastor, and went to the world to be singing in the bars. And that was how she was loved. But that was a sympathetic story. But it shows to you the tenacity of the devils that they will come again, they will try it again. You know, the Bible told us that when the logic was tested, the Bible left, the Bible says the devil tempted him three times and he didn't yield to the devil. The devil left him for a season, which means the devil will come back. And the same way, we have to resist the devil consistently, 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 never give in to his thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. And this is for every one of us, we, me, you, everybody, to resist the devil steadfastly in the faith. And he will flee from us. That's what the Bible says. And that is just to make you say that the devil also failed by the thought came to him and he loved that evil thought he wanted to stop him stop the throne of god here it is isaiah chapter 14 where Isaiah was saying how are thou falling verse 12 how are thou falling from heaven O lucifer people believe lucifer is another name for satan son of the morning how are thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nation no, this is what he did wrong. For thou hast said in thy heart. He is still saying it in his heart. That's why I said, guard your heart. Not just your mind. The mind is where the thoughts come to. But don't let it go into your heart. When it comes to your heart, it becomes your opinion, your idea. That's why you see many people after they say they believe in evolution. Now they are ready to defend it. When they themselves are not the one that was in the, in the laboratory when this uh, crazy person whoever was the one that said there is evolution. And they are now believing they are depending it. It has come from their mind to their heart or the learning from some, some philosophers in college and now they are now proposing as if that was the truth. See, it has come from their mind to their heart. Guard your heart with all diligence out of the heart are the issues of life. When the thoughts come to your mind and it's evil, resist it and cut it down right there. Don't, don't think about it anymore because that's what the devil did against Eve in the Garden of Eden. He said he started pondering upon it and she started pondering upon it and thinking she, after she saw that it, uh, this is a, a fruit that is good for eating. If you make it right, that was, she was pondering about it. Don't ponder about the thoughts of the day. We just cut it down, shut it up. That's what Apostle Paul is saying. We have to take captive every thought to the obedience of life. What are we talking about? Talking about our mind. We must have the mind of Christ. And that mind is what we are going, what we are going to use in the final end for traveling back and forth in the universe. When God is enveloping us. Praise the Lord. See what the Bible says about Satan in Acts chapter 14, that I was reading, verse 12 and 13. It says, it says, Satan, it says Lucifer, thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the saddle, you know. I will ascend above the eyes of the. So he was wanting to do these things. I will be like the most high, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the size of the pit. So that is what I'm pointing out. The idea came to this, this Lucifer first, either from 
is intelligent. Like I said, we are all intelligent beings also. We have idea that we have learned, we have studied our environment, it's stored in your brain. Ideas, suggestion can come from your spirit, which is you, inside you. From, come to your mind to process it. The third idea is coming from the outside. So this idea to Satan could come from his intelligence. Or God just wanted to test him. Let's see how what he will do if this thought comes to him. And he likes it. He likes how we do it. And then he has, fin he has offended. He doesn't have to implement it. Attempted murder in America is murder. I mean, there will be some, they will see some people, they say, attempted this, attempted that. He has not done it yet. He just attempted. It's still part of a crime. So that is one of the things what you, what you, what you see that our mind must be guarded. Guarded seriously. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 23. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Told us to guard our heart with all diligence. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Our heart, that is the one that is our spirit. Keep it from all the wrong ideas that are coming from the devil. And in finally, I'm going to summarize this by going to what Apostle Paul told us. What you will, what our mind, what you will set our mind upon. Here he said, whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are pure. And whatever things, let me read it to you. Before that, let's see, if Ephesians chapter 4, here's Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 23 said, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. See, we have to renew our mind. And put on the new man. So we have to renew our mind. See, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Okay, so that is very important. And here is another word from Apostle Paul. Where he said, Whatsoever things are true, whatever things are pure, Whatever things are honest, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on those things. What should we be thinking on? On things that are pure, things that are true, things that are honest. That's our mind thinking. So you have to separate ideas from ideas when they come to you, whether they come from your head or they come from outside. You have to separate it and say, this is not pure. I'm not going to think about it. This is not lovely. I'm not going to think about it. This is not of good report. That is another way. We say, when you keep your mind like that, then you are preparing your mind for the work God wanted to do. Because if the mind is full of evil, God will not be able to use it. And we need to be at the stage where God can use us in this final, in this final state. Because I, I, I think of it again like this. Because our mind is to be a Occupy with the things of God. So set your affections on things above and not on things on the earth. For we are dead and our life, our life is hid in Christ. When Christ wishes our life shall return, shall come, we shall appear with him in glory. Now, we are all expecting to go in the rapture. It's like we are going into an airplane. Think of you want to go on the airplane and you already got your ticket, you got your visa, you got everything. But there's a specific time for the flight, not so. You better be at the airport, at the gate, at the time the flight is to take off. Suppose you are somewhere in the city and the devil wanted to stop you from getting to that plane and put a lot of hold up on the road. As you are trying to go back to the airport, the, the, the roads were jammed. 
you couldn't get to the airport. If you miss the time that the flight took place, you see, you just miss it. Also, that is what the devil is trying to do in this final battle. And how he's going to try to stop the believers is to occupy our mind with thoughts, wrong thoughts, that does not allow us to concentrate on the Lord. And that is the last battle, it's in the mind. So that's why we have to fight this battle by casting down every imagination and every thought to the obedience of the word of God and resisting the devil continuously, continuously. Because like the Bible said, he left the logistics for a season, he came back again. And then the man in the, in the garden of testimony, he came back again. But he was defeated again and again and again. And we have to strengthen ourselves through the Lord Jesus Christ and defeat the devil because Christ is in us that's going to defeat the devil again and again. Because Christ is in us. It's the hope of our glory. No other way. Only through Christ. That's the hope that we have. And the Lord has overcome for us and we are just to rely on his spirit. That no matter how the devil comes to test us, we are going to defeat the devil because Jesus Christ is already, already defeated the devil for us. And we are already defeated the devil also. Because he said, we look at the end of the book. No matter what is the final battle like we are talking about, we are just, this exhortation does not say that we, we can't do it. It's telling us that remember the battle is here also. But he already told us in the book of Revelation, because we can look at the end of the book and see that yes, the saints overcame. The saints overcame. Here it is. In Revelation chapter 12, we look at verse 11, it said, And they overcame him, that's the dragon, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the dead. We overcame the devil by the blood of the Lamb of God, by the word of our testimony, and we love not our Lamb. That is, we already know that we overcame through the Lord Jesus Christ that is already in us, who has already won the battle, he has won the victory for us. And because he won, because he lived, we shall live also. And the Bible says, Christ is able to save us to the uttermost. That means save us not only from sin, he's able to save us from falling into the cracks of the enemy, where he's trying to make our mind do some other things. Christ is able to save us. So you keep reminding us by the word, oh God, that's why we are teaching the word. So that when we remember who we are, we straighten up. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. When we remember who we are, we straighten up. Very important. So when the mind is being bombarded by ideas and you remember who you are, straighten up and cast down those thoughts. And you are washed and you are forgiven. So it's a, it is a battle and it continues until we get away from here in the rapture. But because the Bible says we won. You can be guaranteed the greatest prophet of all, God Almighty himself, prophesied that they overcame the dragon by the blood of the Lamb of God, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives on the day because the devil sometimes will come with terrible things to make people be afraid of death. But the Bible says Christ has already ab abolished death. Christ has abolished death. He has brought life and immortality to life through the gospel. So what do I mean by that? That is, we are no more afraid of death because we know where we are going. It's a better place. Number one. Number two. Christ is the one that is alive, the final authority. The devil can't just kill anybody. He might try, but he's just wasting his time. If God said, you can't kill this one, you cannot. Otherwise, the angels will go and knock him off. So we know that we have passed from death unto life already. So that's why we are not going to be afraid for our life. He said, they love not their lives unto the death. And we're going to show that we love our Lord God Almighty. We love our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're going to stand till the end. And I believe that the Lord God will bless you. Praise the Lord. I just thank the Lord for this. I'm going to stop right there and continue in the next broadcast. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Well, we will continue this message in the next broadcast. The Bible said, 
precept shall be upon precept, line upon line, a little there, a little there. And I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today. The Bible said, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In, in other words, we can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just a one-time shot. You must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up. We shall continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.